everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Connect Pod by the Asia Business Club at Imperial College London. My name is Kylie. I'm the secretary of the club as well as the host of this podcast. We're delighted to have Vera Wong here today to share her advice on how to build a successful career and her experience as an entrepreneur. Farah previously studied economics and business strategy at Imperial and worked in investment banking before launching her own jewelry company in Hong Kong. Welcome, Farah. Thank you for joining us today. Would you like to tell our audience a little bit more about yourself first? Okay, cool. Thanks, <laughs> uh, Kylie. Um, I'm well. I study, uh, as mentioned, I study uh, in Imperial. Uh, For my master degree, and afterwards, I was um, a fixed income sales for three years in an European investment bank in London. Uh, afterwards, I came back to Hong Kong last year to uh, launch my own brand. Uh, at the moment, I'm still trying to uh, to to prepare for the launch of the business because I do all the um, design. Uh, the jewelry designed uh, to the packaging design and to the advertisement design. Uh, so that's why there have been a lot of work uh, involved. Um, also, I've been working on an NFT project with an other imperial friends of mine. Uh, so that's pretty much about me at the moment. Yeah, I think um, you've worked on different types of project already from different types of business, and I think that's it's a very interesting. Um, journey that you've um, kind of have went through. So maybe we can start by talking about more about your career journey as an Asia professional in in like the investment banking companies, especially in the more Western society. Yes, sure, sure. Um, because I am born and raised in Hong Kong, mm-hmm. um, I I think that in Hong Kong, like women, um, has A lot of privilege mm. uh, that I didn't notice before um, before going to London, mm-hmm. and um, I always thought that um, London would be more open uh, regarding this uh, because when I was studying in London, I always um, heard of the slogan of women in finance. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought that like because they value this. Uh, that's why um, there have been a lot of initiative around this. But when I first um, started my my job um, in an investment bank, especially when I, I started in a trading floor, mm-hmm. uh, I was really I was really surprised because when I first stepped into the trading floor, I realized that there were only like white men in the trading mm-hmm. floor, and. It was not the case in Hong Kong because I worked in another investment bank before. It was not all men. There were a lot of females, especially in the sales divisions. Mm-hmm. Um, and then um, at, at, well, when I was an intern, a summer intern in, in the European Investment Bank, uh, I always need to attend a, a lot of high-level management um, mm-hmm. Meeting. I, I mean, I was only the minions who dropped in notes and mm-hmm. organizing the meeting. But... Mm-hmm. Um, At that time, we always have um, like uh, meet like virtual meetings with mm-hmm. uh, management. I mean, management in the trading floor in other countries, maybe in Hong Kong or in Europe or in the states. Mm-hmm. And I was always the only woman, and I was the only Asian uh, in that call. Um, I'm talking about maybe ten management. 
like they were all like global hard or regional hard um, mm-hmm. in of the of, of the global market divisions and and that's why I start realizing why there are like slogan of women in finance in London because mm-hmm. this is a really really um, we are really minority uh, mm-hmm. and I didn't realize it before so um, that's why when I uh, first became uh, full time uh, in in sales team. I joined um, like a diversity network in my bank. I was in the leadership committee, uh, promoting um, like gender diversity. I helping our uh, female um, members to navigate um, their their career, mm-hmm. and yeah. So that was really that was really true to my heart. I think like um, women needs to like support each other in their career mm-hmm. uh, so that we will have more representative um, in the in the management level uh, so that and and young young girls can look up um, look up uh, for them yeah uh, for sure I totally agree with you um, uh, so like so so from your experience do you say there is a very a lot of challenge, or would you say what is the biggest challenge for an Asian female working in the corporate world, or just Asian in general, not just female? Mm. I think I think naturally, mm-hmm. um, people want to speak to people who are in the from the countries. They want mm-hmm. to speak their own language. Mm-hmm. Um, they want to speak to someone who are more familiar, mm-hmm. and uh, so that's why it puts Asian in a um, in a like not very very favorable positions. Um, I think like that is one of the challenge, and a lot of the things happens in conversation in relationship buildings. No matter we're talking about like clients opportunities or promotion opportunities or opportunities to um, to move upward, like I mean, simply move upward uh, in in your in, in your career, in your daily work, and um, yeah, that, that that is, I think, this is like the ma- the major major challenge, and you need to think you need to try harder you need to work harder to show people you actually have the ability and to overcome this kind of natural cultural mm-hmm. barrier yeah, so yeah so it's a lot of work i would say so you say the the main uh, how you overcome is mainly on how um how it's just to present more present yourself more and also to really put yourself in the position that you're um your, to show that to show each other that you're very hardworking and um, just to um, grab more opportunities that enable you to network with other professionals as well. Would you say that's the um, main solution to this kind of challenges? Yes, yes, I would mm-hmm. say so. Um, I mean, first of all, you need to prove your ability. You have the ability yeah. to, mm-hmm. to, to do well in your task, in your positions. I mean, secondly, you need to, I think you need to have great empathy to people who come from every kind of backgrounds, no matter they're Asian or not. Mm -hmm. And you need to let them know that the fact that 
you don't come from the same culture doesn't mean that you're very different from them. Uh, mm-hmm. I think it's all about the efforts that you put in the relationship building part. So, um, yeah, I would say that uh, you need to spend a lot of time in that because, for example, um, if I'm in Hong Kong, um, I can easily connect with someone uh, like lo- like local Hong Kongese, or mm-hmm. I can easily connect with uh, foreigners uh, in Hong Kong. Um, versus uh, in London, um, it is not the case. Mm-hmm. So, so that's the reason why you need to spend like, like more effort to let people realize this. Yeah, mm-hmm. to build yeah. a relationship with them. Yeah, I, I do agree that being an international candidate or just a more foreigner in the in in London, the environment in London, it's really um, you really have to put yourself out there to network with people, just to show that yes. show to others that you're very willing to get to know yes. each other more, and that's yes. really how to make you more successful in the career. So yeah, yes. so enough talking about the more sad part of the um, like working in the Western society. What you, what would you say is the most exciting project that you've ever worked on in investment banking? Oh, the most exciting project. I think it was not the most. Mm-hmm. I think how to say I could I cannot pinpoint exactly uh, mm-hmm. the the. An exact project because mm-hmm. I was mainly working on trades every day. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would say that in general, uh, I love, I love being in the financial markets uh, mm-hmm. because it makes me feel like I'm very connected to the world. That, like any other jobs, cannot give me that kind of feelings. Um, for example, like if something happens. Um, I don't know, in Russia, something happens in, in England, um, in political level, um, it will always affect certain asset class. Um, and I can actually see how it, it impacts the financial market and how it impacts uh, the, 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 I mean, the, the asset class that I was covering at that time. So I feel like I have the urge to keep like on improving myself and keep up learning so this is very very exciting to me I always have an adrenaline whenever I go to work mm-hmm. uh, because there are so much going on and on my clients I I always spoke to my clients I love having my own clients I love my clients mm-hmm. and um because I like the human um connection um within the job um so i would say that like the whole job is the exciting part for me uh not i cannot so i cannot pinpoint like specific projects yeah i understand that the dynamic environment especially when you're facing with different types of people every day yes really makes you feel more energetic and excited about the daily job even though maybe the working hours might be a little bit more intense or longer than other jobs but it's still a very rewarding journey I think so definitely understand what you're saying um yes because mm-hmm. um just at another point because mm-hmm. at that time um I was speaking to clients um 
in different country in Europe, in UK, in the States. Sometimes I speak to uh, the, um, the team uh, back in Hong Kong uh, to try to do some trades. Mm-hmm. Um, so like even though I was in London, I was actually speaking to people around the world and that was really exciting because like, I mean, I mean, other than work, they, your clients will all, also like want to get to know you and like all of them come from all parts of the world and they, they talk about their families, talk about like cultural side of the things and I, that was really like, that was really attractive to me. Uh, I felt like I was, um, yeah, really a part of the world and in, a part of like the international community and mm-hmm. I love it so much. Yeah. So would you say this is only um, happening in the London office? Would you say the investment banking back in Hong Kong is um, has less opportunity for you to um, get in touch with the more international um, inter- people from all around the world? Um. No, I don't think so. I think mm-hmm. um, like it's, it's job specific um, because I was um, I was a fixing themselves uh, mm-hmm. facing clients. So uh, uh-huh. even what, if I um, if I am in Hong Kong doing the same job, I'll be speaking to clients like um, across Asia or across the globe as well. So mm-hmm. uh, yeah, so it will be the same kind of excitement. Uh, yeah. Yeah, so um, so you just mentioned that you've worked as a fixed income sales. So would you mind tell our audience more about what is act, what does a fixed income sales actually do? Because I know that a lot of us are quite interested yeah. in doing finance, but maybe not every one of us is a very familiarized with the industry there. Okay, cool. So um, well, my responsibility at that time is um. Or trying to do do trades <laughs> for for the for the banks and for the clients. Like um, I would say that um, a sales will be like uh, running its own business. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we have resources from the bank. Uh, we have like prices from the from the from the traders, and we need to know about why the clients are doing this specific products. Uh, so at that time, I'm always trying to um, look for commercial opportunities for the banks and try to find uh, clients uh, that can buy our products, uh, like maintaining the daily um, business. So yeah, um, and it really depends on what kind of uh, asset class that you are covering. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, um, you can be, for example, you can be an equity sales, you can be an foreign exchange sales, you can be uh, like a credit sales. So uh, within that, uh, you will be speaking to clients. Uh, for example, you can be speaking to hedge fund you can speak speaking to insurance company asset managers or even corporates uh who needs these kind of um of products no matter it's for hatching purposes or for um investment purpose so mm-hmm. yeah i think that at that time the sales role is more like a like a relationship management role um as well as more 
like an uh, a role that require entrepreneurship mm-hmm. uh, spirit. So, would you say do you have any advice apart from being more outgoing and um, more interactive with the people in the office? Would you say there's uh, more advice to aspiring students who want to become a fixed income selves or just generally working in investment banking? Okay, I think um, let's talk about the. Finding a job, like finding okay. a job, yeah. Because um, I think it is difficult. It's difficult for anyone who wants to find uh, a position, yeah. like a good position in competitive like industries such as investment banking and consulting. Um, because like uh, London has never been lack of talents, but I think what you can do is to be more proactive and more outgoing. Mm-hmm. Um, at that time, I was constantly calling, uh, like sending the like LinkedIn messages to mm-hmm. our alumni, and then doing like cold call, like and uh, as well as doing coffee chat with our alumni as well. Mm-hmm. And at that time, our alumni was. Like they were incredible. They were so helpful um, regarding the process, and uh, and I realized a lot of the time it was not um, it was it was not because like there's something wrong with you. It's more about like uh, chances. It's more about chances. Mm, so yeah. what you need to think of is like you think of yourself as like uh, like a product. You need to sell yourself to a company, mm-hmm. um, and uh, you need to. Because normal uh, way of finding a job in London is not quite possible, mm-hmm. uh, meaning that you need to go through another work route, which is the networking route. Mm-hmm. Um, so you need to network with, uh, with, with, with anyone, uh, and tell them what specifically what you want to do. Um, you cannot just. Help them. Oh, you want to do? I don't know, consulting or investment banking. I'm good with any one thing. Um, like people cannot really help you with it. Just be specific regarding this. Um, maybe you want to be, or for example, you want to be a, a sales, like, but you want to in investment bank, but you want to be an equity sales. Then you can, well, then you can tell people very specifically regarding that and tell them why you want to, like, do this. Or maybe because you. Like you have a special interest in equity, you have your own portfolio, like mm-hmm. uh, with your own personal investment, and I mean that that will be very very attractive, and then and see if you can find some people who can, uh, like who can who can help you with the process, so that you can align with an interview. Um, I still I think this is very important, so you need to be. Like proactive in finding the people who are willing to help you, mm-hmm. um, and don't don't give up really. And I have like because I have spoken with a lot of uh, alumni when I was looking for a job, and um, they told me the same thing because they told me when they were trying to find a job they were doing exactly the same thing and they face a lot of um, rejections, and uh, so. Before they actually land one, but eventually everyone land a very good job. So mm-hmm. I think it's more about the process. Just 
keep on doing it and uh, result will come uh, at the end. Yeah, I do agree that um, saying that networking is the most important part even before starting your career and also during your career yeah. as well. Yeah, so um, so just now you talk, you, you talk about um, when during your networking, when you're trying to find a job, you feel like you're kind of pitching a, your own as a your own portfolio as a business to companies to make um, companies to um, to uh, hire you. So would you say, um, I think that's very applicable in starting your own company as well. So do you think um, when during your process in starting up a new company, your skills in networking or just like pitching in general, it's very useful as well? Like um, how is it useful during your process starting the company? Um, I think that I, I think that I have a very, I think like I have a very outgoing personality mm-hmm. and it is trained like with my experience because I, I work, well, when I was studying, like mm-hmm. I worked as a, like sales or part-time sales. And then, uh, when I, Oh, when I was finding a job, I was pitching myself as sales. And when I was doing my investment banking job, I was also a sales. <laughs> so I think that is very close to my heart. So I know, like, um, I'm not afraid to to tell people what I'm doing. I'm not afraid uh, to, to show people my work. Uh, so I think this is, um, this is very important. Uh, mm-hmm. And I think, like, um, the my experience and the process of finding a job in London do really help me to realize that um, a lot of time you actually need to, you need to showcase your work so that people will, will be attracted by your talent. Um, Cause like um, before all this, I thought that um, when I was so much younger, when I was, um, probably in my early 20s, I thought that like if I'm good, then, well, good opportunity would come. Uh, uh, people would realize that I because I was hardworking, I was motivated, I was capable. But, and then I realized that um, I didn't have example to back up my, like, this, this, um, this good quality of me. Yeah. yeah, this theory of me. And I was like, oh, yeah, I didn't have like examples. So that's why I start realizing, oh, actually I need to start building up examples so that mm. I could tell people this is the person that I am. Um, so that's kind of like, yeah. So that's kind of the, the changes uh, in mentality that I have regarding mm-hmm. this. Uh, so right now I'm, I'm, I'm not really afraid of telling people what I'm working in. And uh, I think I think like for, for students who had or who are having my, my, my mindset when I was younger, please do uh, keep that in mind. And you realize mm-hmm. that um, actually telling people what you do will be a great advantage for um, any efforts that you are working towards. And, mm-hmm. and yeah, it's not something bad. It's something actually very positive. So yes. would you say um, there's a meaning in establishing your brand or the company? Yes, yes. Um, the brand is called La Loche. Um, it mm. is a 
French word um, meaning compliments and uh, praise. Mm-hmm. Um, because I want uh, all of well, all of my clients, all of the women, uh, feel that uh, they can own their happiness. They do not need to wait for someone to buy a ring for them. They can actually buy their own happiness for themselves um, and give themselves a compliment because uh, they do well at, at, uh, in their study or do well at, uh, at work. Um, so I want to empower women uh, in this way. So would you say um, there is a lot of challenges that you have to overcome that isn't really presented when you're working in investment banking, but you still find it very challenging. And you, how did you like overcome it? When you are trying to do design, like for example, no matter it's jewelry design or packaging design, you start from literally nowhere. Like, and you need to kind of like think of what you are trying to represent like in your jewelry design and the packaging what what message or what, how do you want people feel when they see your design why are you doing this and um i think like the major difficulty is trying to build something from zero to one like so when you actually have the idea and you can actually do um a lot of amendment and things like that but the, the 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 process from from thinking from nothing to something takes a long time. So I would say that like uh, most of the time that I spend uh, at the moment preparing for for the brand would be designing. Um. Do you have any advice for aspiring entrepreneurs, not just for jewelry companies or just any type of businesses? I want to say that uh, if you if you have something you want to do, mm-hmm. then like just do it while you're young, because when you're probably when you have a family, um, you 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 are not like that free. And I'll, and when I'm speaking to my friends who are already working for like quite some years, um, they start, a lot of people start telling me that like, they actually don't like what they're doing right now. Uh, they don't enjoy it. They stay there because of uh, the salary, like especially for people who are working in, um, in high pay um, industries. Um, and I find it very frustrating because um, if you're not doing the things that you love to do, then, um, then, then, like, what, like, yeah, what, what's the point of it? And um, I have, because um, my brother is an entrepreneur, and I have met, I also have friends who are entrepreneur. And when I'm speaking to them, I see different sparks in them because they really love what they are doing, and they they earn great money. Uh, for that as well I mean what's better life than like actually doing what you love yeah now I can definitely see the sparks coming from your side as an entrepreneur 
Um, well, to round this podcast off, do you want to give our listeners more advice on, um, especially for young students, how or females or males in general, like how they how they should um, how to land their dream job, and any tips for interviews specifically, like any soft skills and technical skills that you think us as an Asian is a very um, useful point for us to pinpoint out for the interviewers. Um, we already talked about it as well. You need to think. Of, you need to think about like what is your passion. Like, why are you doing this? I think if you have passions, when people talk to you, they can feel it. Um, because there are not a lot of people who actually have passions in the world, and um, if you have a passions, um, people will. I think people will help. People will help you uh, to achieve the goals that you want. Thank you so much, Vera, for taking the time to share your thoughts and experiences with us in this episode. And I hope everyone have learned something useful and meaningful today. And please remember to follow our podcast on Spotify and stay tuned for more. Thank you. Bye.